I love to travel, and one item always in my bag is my Aquanimus Cork Massage Ball. Like all Aquanimus products, it's eco-friendly, ultra-light, and feels amazing. I've benefited from practicing the simple and effective self-myofascial release techniques that Aquanimus founder Umar Asin teaches to unwind tension and release deep trigger points. I love Aquanimus's mission of self-healing and stewardship, and I'm proud to share about their company here. Use the link in the description box to get your Aquanimus products now and to support this podcast. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's Jake here with the Four Gardens Podcast. Really excited to bring you our first nature connection practice here. This will be one of our shorter episodes where we focus on one practice that you can use and implement in your daily life right now. Today I'm joined by one of my favorite people, uh, my business partner in Engaged Ecology, Andrew Schofer, who I've learned so much from over the years about nature and wildness and just a great guy. Uh, look forward to also sharing an interview with him soon, but wanted to get us started with a nature practice today called Sit Spot, which Andrew will go into about why and where he learned this. It's something I've also worked with a lot as well. And go f- go jump in, give this one a try. It's an amazing way to connect to a place nearby where you live or work. And yeah, with no further ado, here's Andrew talking about Sit Spots. So what is a sit spot? Um, A sit spot is a foundational nature connection practice in which we're really dedicating time out of our day, each and every day ideally, to tend a relationship with one place, ideally in a wild or as wild as possible setting, but... It doesn't need to be wild. It can be um, even just with a plant. But it's a it's a it's a place that's wild in nature that you're visiting every day, and you're basically practicing being and paying attention. So you're developing awareness, and then you're also um, deepening a relationship with the place. Ideally, over weeks, months. Ideally, even years. And just seeing how the changes happen day to day and year to year, month to month, season to season, and harvesting all of that wisdom and juice from that relationship and just seeing how nature ebbs and flows and is so dynamic. I'll share that this practice for me has been a beautiful one of slowing down, of taking the time to get to know one spot. So grateful to Andrew for introducing me to organize it this way. Um, Andrew, any other reasons uh, why you think the sit spot's important for you personally, like what you've gotten from it? Yeah, um, more than anything, it's it's about the commitment of getting outside rain or shine. When I first started this practice uh, seriously, I was living in Idaho, and there was it was winter when I a large portion of the time I lived there and or just cold and snowy out and so some days it was snowing some days it was raining and it was really cold and raining and I went out there for a whole hour even and at like somewhere between 6 and 8 a.m every day and a lot of days I did not want to go out but I learned so much and I felt so connected to my environment because I actually had my body outside 
no matter what the weather was. And I was seeing, I was connecting with those birds, those trees, the snow, the weather, the plants, um, and just seeing different tracks maybe in my sit spot, seeing, um, yeah, noticing the patterns of the birds, what songs were around. Um, and, uh, there's so many just deepening my awareness and that spot, uh, became really familiar. And it was kind of something that even though I had some, I had a lot of resistance in certain ways, but I also really enjoyed and, uh, just felt it was, it's one of those things where even though it can be hard upfront at the end of the sit spot, you feel really, really connected, really present and just dropped in ready to start your day in a good way. Nice. Yeah, so for people who are interested in this experience for themselves, walk us through what are the basics? How do you do a sit spot? What's involved? Tell us about it. Sure. So um, I also want to share that I learned this practice from um, a lineage with a man named John Young and his mentor, Tom Brown Jr., who has a tracker school in New Jersey and they both of these men and many other people and uh, many indigenous teachers and tom brown's teacher stalking wolf who's an apache man um they tom brown and john young though really synthesize a lot of these skills and are bringing them to a more western audience and helping create a more nature connected culture uh especially in the united states and so this is one of the uh, foundational practices because it's literally like building the relationship so you get the awareness, you have a place to practice these skills. And to start, they really recommend choosing a spot that's super easy to get to. So you should ideally not have to get in a car. You should either be able to walk or find a spot maybe it's just your fr- the front steps of your house maybe you live in a city maybe you're yeah on a stoop somewhere maybe you're just with a house plant and you're just connecting with the the wildness of that plant maybe you're with a dog uh, or a cat maybe you have a pet um anything that really uh symbolizes wildness or just nature to you will will still in essence work um but I like to find a spot ideally that's inspiring to me, makes me feel peaceful, feel safe is definitely important. And, but yeah, someplace that you can go to at least once a week, if not every day or at least several times a week, that is what you want to find first. Um, so you found the spot, you found the perfect spot. You can get there easily. It's really represents nature to you, wildness. It's, I mean, for me, it's been looking for a place that just has a good energy and feels good, a place where I feel comfortable sitting and revisiting. Once Definitely. you found that, what's the next step? Yeah, so it's a, it's a relation. You're building a relationship, so it's it's courting that that connection, courting that piece of land, that space. So when I begin a new relationship, I guess I just like to proceed slowly with reverence and respect and just being mindful to enter and leave in a good way, not creating a big disturbance. So I'll probably turn my phone off unless I'm trying to take a picture. Um, And 
being mindful, like leave no trace and, but just being gentle too with your energy, like not just like barging into the woods and be like, <sighs> I mean, sometimes I've had an experience where I've like ran to my sit spot. So I guess that's sort of different from that. But when I like actually got to the spot I was going to sit down, I, I definitely slowed down my energy and just got really focused. Um, yeah. So once that, you're there though, yeah, you know, let's say you've, you've arrived gently and you found the right spot. What are you doing in that spot? How long are you staying? What happens there? Yeah. So I definitely recommend people try that are doing this for the first time, set a little bit of a challenge. So if you think an hour seems long, maybe try 30 minutes. Um, I would, I would recommend going for at least 30 minutes because there is a period of time where, um, you need to, you, when you're actually starting to come to a new place where you are making a ripple effect, where you are disturbing the, the wildlife and the energy of that space. Um, and it takes, it it takes a while for you to still yourself and be in one spot for, the birds and the other animals to just realize you're not a threat. You're not there to do harm, to calm down. And so then you can really observe them at their baseline behavior, which is what you're, you're wanting. You're not wanting them to just be alarming at you the whole time. And as you go to your sit spot more frequently, it'll actually shorten the amount of time in which things will return to baseline, um, which is pretty cool to notice that you can create, like they'll start to expect you those, those beings, which is like such, that's the juice of the relationship is like, wow, they're actually responding to you and viewing you not as a threat, but as someone that's a part of the landscape as well. Um, you're wondering what are you doing once I'm at, you're actually there? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're actually there, it's really about, uh, it's a lot, it's very similar to meditation in a lot of ways. There's many different I don't think there's one right way to do a sit spot necessarily. I can, sometimes I journal, sometimes I take notes about what bird activity is going on and the alarm calls and the songs. Sometimes I'll just close my eyes and meditate and just be in the space or focus on my breath, do some breath work, just simple breathing. I also found a lot of enjoyment of doing like an open eyed meditation where I'm engaging a skill called wide angle vision or owl eyes. And it kind of can drop you into like a trance like state where you're just taking in a lot of different information and you're able to see movement of animals pretty easily. Um, but yeah, it's really about just being in a pretty still place and then taking in uh, observing, just tuning in and dropping into your, your set, your five senses also. I think that's a good way to approach it is maybe going through each sense too. I've, I've definitely had good results of this practice, softening my vision the way Andrew described and noticing, especially small details with my vision that I wouldn't have noticed of what are the insects doing? What's happening? What are the details of the plants around me? So I know that softening my vision, maybe closing my eyes and just listening for a while, I think any, any deepening of sensation so you get a deeper relationship with the place itself and the animals and insects and plants that live there. So all of that is, is really important to me uh, when I'm doing, with doing this practice. But that, uh, that's feeling pretty clear to me so far. Is, is there anything else you want to add before we go about sit spots, Andrew? Yeah. I'll just share that, that a lot of that can be, feel pretty ex- abstract to someone that 
doesn't have a strong nature connection practice or just hasn't spent a lot of time in the woods or wild places. And I think what you're saying of just having uh, an intention before you go out is, is pretty critical. Um, whether that's, I want to get to know the birds better, or I want to learn five plants this week. Um, or I just want to feel more peaceful or I want to be able to be comfortable sitting out in cold weather for an hour and not freaking out (laughs) and not just wishing I was inside. Um, yeah. And keep it simple. Like, yeah, 15, 30 minutes, do it. I don't know, three days a week and just see what happens. Go slow and enjoy. I think the most important thing is have fun and enjoy and nature will teach you allow spaciousness for nature to teach you. And I'll say even five minutes to get started. 15, 30 minutes is great and do what you can Uh, get out there and enjoy it. And I think when I start with that goal of five minutes often turns into 10 or 15, once I break down that mental barrier of getting started on a new practice. So thank you so much, Andrew, for sharing the sit spot meditation with us. It's such a great starting practice for everybody. And thanks so much again for coming on. Look forward to talking more soon. Thanks, Jake. Glad to be here. Get out, get wild. (laughs) 